Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Flash on Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Flash on Target. We are your hosts. That's right, John. This is episode, uh, what do we say? Well, this is 207 episode number, and 208. Yeah, this is, uh, this is episode 206 and 207, actually. Oh, 206. And 2 point six and 2.7. That's what it is. Yes. It's, it's episode six and seven in season two of CW's The Flash. That's uh, right. Um, and contrary to what our mainline podcast said, um, we actually did not record these directly after that. It was very late uh, by our by the end of our massive episode um, dedicated to a lot of different stuff. It's dedicated to some news, dedicated to some really cool entertainment-based things that we saw while we were out in uh, California, um, and dedicated to the uh, Hunger Games Mockingjay Part 2 review. So yeah. we're actually, uh, that was a very, very late podcast that we finished that up. So rather than diving into uh, Flash on Target and Arrow on Target, we decided to opt for um, recording those the next day. So this is, yep. uh, we are not in the same room nope. right now, um, but it is, it, it is just as, uh, just as awesome, Chris. Yes, that is true. So John. Yes. Uh, we're talking, we'll, we'll, we'll start off, I guess, by talking about InterZoom. Yeah, dude. These, uh, so these two episodes, I feel like InterZoom is, uh, felt like it was the turning point for this season. Like for me, like this, the episodes before had, were, were fun and they were, they were good, but they felt a lot like more of the same. Like, okay, so there's another mastermind, uh, unknown, uh, speedster villain that we're dealing with. And, yeah. and, you know, we don't, you know, we don't know who they are, but we're also dealing with these kind of like, um, if super villain of the week situations you know where where you uh you have to deal with a, a specific person with a specific power and and that sort of thing so it felt very much like season one for the run-up to this but then once we hit this episode where we finally like literally encounter zoom we've seen him before we've heard him talk before but we we have a, a one-on-one confrontation with zoom um at the end of this episode and man it was uh it was intense but it, so it felt like a very different episode yeah, well, I mean, the thing is, I, th- I feel like every superhero needs a strong villain to yeah. um, to go up against and kind of, you know, to to, to compare them to, to um, to face off with. And honestly, you know, I think the, the drawback about this show has always been the weak villains that just come from week to week. And then, you know, you either kill them or you put them away. And it's just like, you know, hmm. uh, that's that's all that happens. And so uh, having a villain that now feels like, you know, he is up to the job of facing off against Flash. Yeah. That feels good. Yeah, and it's, you know, and such an intimidating kind of look too. Like this was the first kind of good look that I really got uh, at Zoom, and man, he is creepy. They, like they they took some influence not only from uh, Zoom from the comics, but they took a lot of influence from like um, the Blackest Night um, zombified Flash. Um, that's that, awesome. That's from the comics and so it's like it's very scary, very um just you know unsettling uh to to see him and he's very large as well that's um, awesome so yeah. uh, so dude this one kind of led into something else i liked about this it was it was connected to the previous episode where we mm-hmm. had uh linda and and her like the, the uh i guess it was was it dr light uh was it was her uh 
alter ego's name from from the other Earth Two, um, and so we have that a continuation of that kind of plot line that leads directly into this episode, um, which was nice. So it doesn't feel as self-contained as maybe some of the previous ones did, where it, the previous episode was a setup to this one, and even though we were still dealing with kind of a supervillain of the week situation, it still was like setting up the dominoes for this episode, um, right. which was nice. Um, as far as like another thing that I liked about the storytelling of this episode was uh, it started with kind of that that flash forward and then it went back in time. So they're experimenting with different methods uh, to portray their story too. Um, obvious, it was obvious what was going on though. I mean, it, while it was a, a new way for them to deliver their story, it wasn't anything that was groundbreaking that we hadn't seen before. Because like whenever you see at the very beginning of the episode and it opens with uh, light taking out the flash, you're like, didn't we deal with with light last week with ease? You know, at the right. end of the episode, we'd figured this out, and so it just it did, didn't make any sense. And and it was like this has got to be some sort of a uh, a trap for Zoom, and it definitely ended up being exactly that. So it wasn't anything like groundbreaking wise um that way but it was an interesting shakeup of the way that this uh the series has has basically told their all of their stories so far yeah um yeah um was there anything that that you uh i mean we've talked about a lot about what we liked about this episode was there anything you didn't really care for uh in this episode was there anything that was like that stuck out to you or anything like that that was was going on I mean, not really. I know, like, I, I liked this. You know, one thing I like is that just kind of the clarification of uh, the relationship between Earth Two and Earth One, the yeah. motives behind Zoom, what you know, like Light was supposed to do, that kind of stuff. You know, with like you know, and 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 drawing him out was really really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as you know, like this does. I mean, obviously, feels like a a ramp up to uh, you know, in in seriousness and i wonder if like there's an upcoming arrow flash crossover i wonder if like which universe that's going to take place mm. in and what they're going to deal with if it's going to be something here or something i mean they both have their villains now like they both have the villains that they're dealing with uh yeah. flash has has uh zoom and arrow has damian dark and so it's like mm, you know like the, yeah. the tables and and the the uh, the game's kind of set yeah yeah, and, and we've also got you know something that is kind of in between the two, uh, where we're setting up heroes for the Legends of Tomorrow um, on both shows. You know, we're setting up uh, the Canary, uh, Black Canary on, um, which I, I guess will be renamed the White Canary. I'm pretty sure uh, on Arrow, and then we also have um, we we also have like Firestorm that we set up earlier this season on this show. So I mean, it's it, it, you're right. I don't know if the crossover may may tread some of that uh, Legends of Tomorrow. Wall. Water and just ignore both these kind of continuing storylines on both shows altogether. Um, I don't know. I mean, it, it, they could play it almost any way they wanted. So, I mean, yeah. I, the I think another thing that's that's crazy. Like, I, I like how formidable Zoom is for Barry. Like, he's mm. a, a real threat. He could kill yeah. him if he yeah. if he um, if he got the chance to. And at the end of this episode, I mean, he did take some major steps in the direction of killing Barry. And it's like that, that was the whole sequence. Like whenever he's running around town, basically with, with Barry's um, broken body, you know, he broke his back and uh, and and beat beat him half conscious. I mean, I don't even know if he's conscious during all of this, but it's, you know, he's running around the city faster than Barry's ever gone and showing his um, 
you know, his semi-lifeless body to all of the people that have had hope in Barry so far. Right. Um, you know, the police department, uh, all of the people at Star Labs. And it's like, the fact that he knows where Barry hangs out and that these are the locations that are most important to Barry. I mean, that's right. that's telling in and of itself. Um, I don't know, man. It's... It, you're right. It is a ramp up in seriousness. It's a ramp up in intensity as far as the villain goes and darkness. You know, whenever we uh, we have this kind of scarring kind of thing that's going on emotionally as well as physically for Barry. Um, and Zoom could literally have killed him right then. It's it, he was at the mercy of Zoom, but Zoom chose not to this time. He just right. d- decided to break his spirit before he broke his body. So it's like Bro- I, you break just, his spirit, maybe his 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 back or legs in in some way. Um, yeah. The uh, I, I think the other other thing that damage that this did was it kind of made uh Harrison feel like mm. maybe I was wrong coming here, you know? Right. Yeah. And, and there was the, uh, the drama between, um, Harrison and, uh, Cisco this time too, where, where Cisco is, uh, you know, end up, ends up, vibing on his daughter and he finds out that his daughter is in fact alive still um i don't know what he thought you know and what he thought was going on with with that situation um you know if if he if he didn't know you know if he'd kidnapped her or if if uh, zoom had killed her or what exactly was going on we still don't know a lot about harrison we still or harry we still don't know a lot about like what what drove him to become um the kind of hardened guy that he is and come across into this world and face him down here. So, um, yeah. So moving on into, uh, into the next episode, uh, guerrilla warfare, we find out that Barry's back is in fact broken. Um, and that was, that was a rather unique thing that I, I almost thought I, I wondered at the end of the, the inter zoom episode, um, how they would handle that because it was such an intense fight, such a scarring emotionally fight, such a physically taxing fight. How would they handle it? Because obviously Barry will heal. Barry, you know, speed heals. And so it's obvious that Barry's not going to be, I mean, the show is called The Flash. So we're not going to just, you know, uh, not not have The Flash. But for um, the majority of this episode, we don't have The Flash. And I liked right. the fact that it was like, there are there are effects to this. It wasn't just a, uh, a cliffhanger that we solve in the first five seconds of this episode. It right. wasn't something where we just shake it off and move on. It was something right. that was that we deal with, you know? Yeah. I mean, we've talked about it before, you know, I'm not a huge fan of like, okay, superhero shows or movies taking the powers away from the superheroes. If I wanted to watch a show about people who didn't have superpowers, I'd watch something else, you know? And so like, I don't want them to take his speed away, but I I agree. It was great to actually see um, serious consequences for the, uh, the fight in the previous episode. And it wasn't just an, a quick, you know, Oh, before the first commercial break, you fixed everything, you know? Um, it was actually, uh, it it felt substantial and and it, it it makes, it makes uh, zoom feel more dangerous. It really does. And it makes, you know, the, uh, the actions that they took in the previous episode where, um, that Joe was so against, you know, to trap him or to try to confront him, uh, without being prepared, it makes it seem you know stupid. It makes the, them them seem you know like they jumped the gun, and they truly did. Um, so I mean, and I think you know that that psychologically, you know, Barry knowing that they did jump the gun and they, that they bit off more than they could chew. But not only that, but also that the city thinks that he can't protect them anymore. They, he there, yeah. there is there is a foe out there that he cannot protect them from, and you know th- that. Uh, him working through that was was one of the most um, 
I guess one of the most convincing things in this episode and, and the fact that um, I liked that Iris was able to kind of pick through what Barry needed, you know, because it's like, these are the, you know, Barry, Iris and Joe are the ones that have known him for the longest. And so, you know, they should, they should kind of know what, um, you know, basically what he needs in this situation. And Iris definitely did. So bringing in, um, Barry's, uh, Barry's, Barry's dad, um, birth dad, he, uh, he brought a level of, of awesomeness to this episode as well that I didn't expect. I honestly had no idea. Yeah. I mean, that's something that Flash has done, you know, since the beginning is they have, they have very good um, father figures in this show, and so mm. you have Joe as basically the person who raised Barry, but then you also have his his uh, biological father, and um, it's super cool to see all of that transpire. It's it's just super cool to 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 see strong um, father figures just on television in general. Yeah, and and, and I think you know Iris. Um brought up that point as well she said you know you know barry barry might not have a mother but he has two awesome dads and you know and, and that that just is is it's an amazing um concept to see to see just a family unit that's like this you know the, the to see this happen which also like makes me slightly disappointed that we are uh digging into i mean obviously there was there was a moment at in this episode whenever we referenced um Joe having a son or something like that. It was it was a very awkward exchange between him and Iris after Barry's dad left, after Henry Allen left, and like I felt like that was unnecessary. And even the whole storyline of uh, of uh, Iris's dad coming or uh, mom coming back and having you know having this other uh, a son. Joe has a son out there in the world. I mean that's just it seems like that is going to be something that comes up. I really hope it doesn't over uh, like drag on and on and on. Um, that was the one thing about this episode that I, I didn't like as much where I was like, man, you know, I wish we would just deal with this. I wish rather than letting it kind of go for episodes at a time, we would just deal with it, you know? Yeah, I mean, I don't really know what the end um, what the end goal is in terms of uh, what the writers are thinking. And I, I don't know. Like, I don't know what the payoff is going to be. And I guess at this point, we just kind of have to, to, uh, to trust the writers that it will be a good payoff. But I agree, yeah, like this is dragging on for far too long. This is just way too like no one's, they're just not talking about it is the problem. Um, and and if they do, it's just like these really fleeting conversations. And it's like, you know, while, while it adds drama to the show, uh, it almost feels like it's needless drama. I agree. I mean, it feels like, you know, we have enough drama going on with a lot of the other situations and more compelling drama. Um, it just seems like this one is, is somewhat, inserted in unnecessarily and that's i guess that's my main critique like if this was a show that that lacked that or that that needed more things going on more plates spinning on you know on you know you imagine the uh the the talent show guys that are spinning plates on these like little poles or whatever and this show has so many of those going that it's like we don't need necessarily another one off to the side you know that it's like we don't need to add another plate that we're spinning here you know yeah um, I like I liked the uh, the tease at the end of the episode um, with uh, Cisco seeing I guess Hawkman. 
Uh, so I don't know. Like, so the funny thing about that, like, he saw at the beginning, he saw Hawk, Hawk. He thought he saw Hawkman, but he what he really was seeing was uh, Hawk Girl, um, and which is uh, which is awesome. Uh, we're setting up um, Kendra Saunders, that character, as Hawk Girl, and she's going to be in the Legends of Tomorrow. Like, I knew this. Like, I knew she was cast as uh, as Hawk Girl for the Legends of Tomorrow, but I didn't really know until she showed up a few weeks ago in the coffee shop um, that we were going to introduce her on this show. Like I didn't know that that was a thing that we were going to start doing. So right. I, I'm interested to see how she turns into Hawk girl. Hawk girl is by far one of my favorite characters, um, in, in television. Like, so she was in, uh, the justice league, um, yeah. the animated series. And she was one of my favorite characters on that show. Like she just is awesome. And, uh, and just seeing that one little element where it's like, he sees her spin around at the end and he's like, Oh, it's not a Hawk man. It's a, it's a, it's, she is Hawk, a, a Hawk girl or a Hawk bean or whatever, you know, you would call it. And he's right. just like, he's just shocked. And he, you know, he, he plays it off. Like it was just an awesome kiss, but it's just like, you know he it's you know cisco with his uh you know obsession almost with uh the super beans and the uh, the metahumans that we have i mean it's like it's just awesome to see him uh him make that discovery all of a sudden so um yeah. so yeah dude I'm, I'm interested to see where that goes i really want to see how they set up uh her character for legends of tomorrow um and so it's such a long play at this point because she was, you know, been on the last like three episodes and we, you know, didn't even discover anything that was was metahuman about her um, until this episode. And so that's that's interesting to me. So, right. I Yeah. I mean, it's super, super cool. I, I mean, it'll be interesting. Like, I'm really enjoying all these teases for Legends of Tomorrow, um, even if they are kind of like. Uh, at times taking over large parts of the story i am enjoying mm. them it'll be interesting to see like what happens uh this uh uh in the back half of the season whenever they're not teasing it anymore do they still show right. up or you know like what happens but that's a right good now point. i'm really enjoying it and where does that story fall like i mean obviously does it, it might happen concurrently with the last half of the season and, and if there's any element of time travel which via the trailer we saw um in the summer it definitely has an element of time travel. So do does the timing timeline even matter at that point? You know, if, if they're right. traveling around in time, does it even matter to the arrow and flash universes? Who knows? You know, it, 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 we'll have to find out, but, um, I, I would just, I, I'm excited to see how those characters are involved in this world because Hawk girl, um, I mean, she's got wings, you know, and it's yeah. like that that element alone is just intriguing, you know. Um, but th- okay, so stepping back, the biggest thing about this episode, quite literally, Chris, Grodd. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> it was amazing to see Grodd back. Yeah. I mean, and, and I hope it's not the last time we see Grodd. I like him as a villain. I like his powers. Um, and I, it was really cool kind of seeing the relationship between Caitlin and him. It was kind of a, there was a King Kong-esque kind of vibe For going sure. on. For sure. Like whenever, and, like even to the point of like her dress. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It looked, it was, it was white and it just, it looked exactly like kind of a King Kong situation. Yeah. Um, what is, what is the, Anne Darrow is the, uh, the, act, uh, the character's name in, in uh, King Kong. Uh, I don't remember, Chris. Yes. If if Peter Jackson's King Kong, the movie, taught me anything, it's her name is Ann Darrow. Okay. That's the one thing that it taught you. Uh, and it, don't... Uh, well, be careful <laughs> hanging out with uh, large gorillas. 
Yes. yes. But they can protect you from T Rexes. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Uh, and yeah, and don't don't bring gi- giant uh, uncontrollable uh, animals out of their natural habitat. No, don't bring them back to New York City. Yeah, don't do it. No. Uh, <laughs> but going back to Grodd, dude, man, it, it, he's an, an intimidating uh, villain. I'm glad that we uh, we saw him again, and the interaction between Harry and uh, and Gorilla Grodd, like it's interesting. You know, Harry w- after last episode, where it's like he feels like he was, you know, maybe made a mistake in coming over here. Um, it, it's it was great t- for them to deal with all of that in such a natural way. Um, it didn't feel contrived. It didn't feel like, oh, but you have to stay. It really, it really, they found a plot point in which his uh, mind is changed, you know, where, where Caitlin gets kidnapped and, and he has connected with her uh, in previous moments. And so he's in it for them. And, and so he risks his own life and his own safety for these people that he just met a few episodes ago. And, you know, he's in a member of the team now, you know, it just feels like he's a natural member of the team. And this is the first time he hasn't felt like an outsider almost, um, you know, and obviously the beginning we had some conflict where people were like, Hey, let him leave. But at the end of the episode, he truly did feel like a member of team flash. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I agree. Um, last thing I will mention at the end of the episode, whenever we transport Grodd to, um, earth two and he ends up in a reserve in Africa and we see the gigantic, uh, mountains and they're kind of shaped like a gorilla. And then it pans over and you see these buildings and these structures that are gigantic. And then you definitely see one that's shaped like a gorilla. So my theory is thus, Chris, maybe not this season, but maybe next season Grodd is the the villain, the big bad, and we have a invasion of uber smart gorillas to the city. That would be awesome. I'd be all be over amazing. that. It would be super expensive. <laughs> oh yeah, in terms of visual effects, yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Like, uh, but I that is something that has happened in the comics before, and those are some of my favorite storylines. It's one of the reasons why Gorilla Grodd is one of my favorite uh, villains. And man, I, I would just be so amped to see that. So I really don't think we've seen the last of Grodd, and you know, it's it. I hope that we see him sooner rather than later. But again, budgetary restraints. I would suspect that that's more of a season three situation. Yeah. I mean, it, that, that'd be super cool. I'd be fine with that. Yeah, dude. So you want to rate these episodes? Give them uh, how many boots do you give these two episodes? Do you want to uh, do them as a pair or do you want to separate them no, a little let's, bit? Let's separate them. What do you okay. think? Uh, yeah, let's separate them for sure. Uh, so let's do, uh, let's do InterZoom. I would probably give InterZoom a good, man, it was really good. I would give it a good like 4.5 boots. Nice. I agree with that. Um, and then as far as guerrilla warfare goes, I would again, give that one a probably 4.5 boots. I mean, they're both about the same level of, uh, of awesomeness in my mind. Yeah. Um, very few things that I didn't like about them. Yeah. I mean, it's, this show has just upped its game now. I feel like. Yeah, and it, it's there's they flipped a switch. I feel like uh, on Interzoom, and it's like hopefully we stay you know on the rest of the whole season, and, and uh, we'll see. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, that's it for this week. Um, you can check out our main podcast. As I said at the entrance of the show, we reviewed Mockingjay uh, Part 2 um, on the show this week. We also talked about our, our uh, trips to California, and uh, you can listen to all of that on StayOnTargetPodcast.com. That's right. You can find us on Twitter at ChrisLight250. 
and John Wright 777 and at Stay on Target Pod you can find us always online at stayontargetpodcast.com uh, subscribe to us on iTunes and on Stitcher review us um, also check out our mainline podcast we reviewed the Hunger Games Mockingjay um, this week keep keep uh, up to date with Arrow on Target with our other uh, other podcasts and yeah. Uh, yeah that's it for this week we'll see you next time Flash, Flash on Target, target.